you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch is probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm here with someone who is new to the podcast, but I don't think you're all that new to the local music scene. I've been kind of, one of the things that people who listen to the show regularly, I think, know that I do, is I tend to, like, try to find as many local artists as possible and follow them on social media. And I've definitely seen, you know, um, shows and live footage and, and, and covers and things popping up on this guest's um social media feeds and so the reason I reached out now is because you have a new single that I think is a very exciting thing to discuss so I think before we get into any of that the best way to start it off is if you want to introduce yourself and just give a bit of background about what it is you do as an artist. Yeah for sure so my name is Natalia I am a reggae dancehall artist so um, I'm actually first generation Canadian both my parents are Jamaican so I've grown up around reggae, dance hall, just the whole, you know, the ska, the whole movement from a young child. So, um, you know, it's been a long time coming. I've been in the industry for about 10 years okay. and my first kind of dabble in the reggae, uh, the, the Caribbean scene was in Paradise Band, actually. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was in like Folklorama. I've done many, 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 many shows and many different venues that you could possibly think of. And now as a solo artist, I'm finally getting the opportunity to release new music. And my first official single is Don't Give Up. So very excited about that. When um, when did you make the decision to, to go, go the path of being a solo artist? Like, had you always wanted to do that? Was that always something you would aspire to do? Um, yes, because I've always wanted to be like an international artist. And... I knew th there were limitations with being in the band because it was just like a different direction than where I wanted to go. Yeah. I wanted to get away from like, you know, doing cover songs and stuff like that. So um, I actually went completely solo, I would say in 2013, I think it was. Um, yeah, uh, I got a really good opportunity at one point to open for like Beanie Man, oh, cool. where I kind of started going solo. And then that summer from then I went completely solo and it's, it's been really good. It's been a great experience. Uh, I've met like a lot of people. I've got to work with a lot of people, musicians. So, you know, I'm very grateful that I, I made that decision as yeah. scary as it was at the time, but it was definitely the right path. Well, that's a long time to be uh, to be working on this and to finally release your your first single now. So, what was sort of the uh, why now? Why why did you feel like this was the time to kind of put yourself out there in a much more, I guess, uh, 
not serious, but a more sort of official way in that you have this single that now people can hear on, you know, wherever they get their music? Opportunity. Um, you know, I just did not have the opportunity. It was just like work, 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 work. So finally, all that hard work has developed into something that I can finally see, like, this is mine. I put in the hard work. This is what I'm producing. Yeah. To let people know, like, I do take this seriously. And this is just one of the many songs that I've written throughout the years. And I can't wait to just start letting them go and releasing them. So I'm, I'm enjoying the process as slow as it is. I am enjoying the process. And I just can't wait to continue to release good material that people enjoy. And hopefully, you know, they can vibe with the message or they can relate to it. So that's what I, I'm working hard to do. And yeah, so far the feedback's been good. Was there um, was there a lot of decision making in terms of picking which song was going to be your debut single, or was this always the song that you knew was going to be the uh, the one to put out there? Well, I had wanted actually a different song to be um, out, but I'm still working out some kinks with that. I just want to make sure that one was really good, and then this one, it just it made sense uh, based on like just the environment we're in right now. You know, it's post COVID. Yeah for now and <laughs> as far as we know yeah yeah <laughs> uh people just they need that uplifting vibe and it's just it was just the perfect song and i'm very happy that this ended up being the first official release too so um i wouldn't take it back <laughs> cool. cool what's the reception been so far i mean i know it's only been a few days you know when we're talking from when you released the single but uh it's i was watching one of your uh your instagram videos it looks like you've got a pretty significant amount of plays so far for something that just just came out yeah, I was shocked. I mean, my, no laughing, but my YouTube subscribers, because I, you know, it's my first song, I, I'm only at 33, and there's over a thousand views in five days, and I was just like, wow. Um, it's been very good. People have been messaging me saying they love the positive vibes. I've been told that my song will be playing on the radio in about two weeks in Vancouver. Cool. I got radio stations in Florida that want to play my song and it's just you know uh, Manitoba Music reached out to me and told me that you know they're gonna put my song on their Spotify playlist so I'm like you know the the vibes and just the response for the community um, within Manitoba and the community abroad has been like really really good and I'm just so thankful because it's just something that I hold so dear to my to my heart and I'm glad that it's being received well. Yeah, that's awesome. That's good to hear. Well, one of the things I've kind of noticed, and I don't know if this is even the case, but it seems like it seems like the the reggae community in Winnipeg, and not even just Winnipeg, in Manitoba, Steinbeck obviously has a lot going on. It seems like it has grown, like just in terms of I don't know, in terms of numbers of people, because there's always been reggae artists in Winnipeg, but just in terms of kind of. Um, visibility uh, in, in the past few years. There's, there's obviously been a lot of big events and, and kind of uh, high-profile uh, things happening. And it's really cool to see. I mean, like, I, I grew up listening to reggae all the time. My dad's from England. He brought tons of reggae albums, like, home, you know, to Canada with him when he came here. And it makes up a significant percentage of what I listen to still. And, like, I was in a ska band in the 90s and stuff. So, I mean, you know, I love that stuff. And it's great to see all these new artists coming out uh, locally doing this kind of thing mm -hmm. because it seems like there was a bit of a lull and now it seems back in a big way. Is that an accurate perception? Oh yeah, it is the perfect season, and I think that's why I've gotten such like a good uh, response. Yeah, um, it's like people are just hungry for for like actual reggae, so it's really nice. Like I, I'm glad <laughs> that it's working out that way. So definitely yes. What um 
what is it like to be a reggae artist in Manitoba? Because I mean, you know, obviously there there is a strong community uh, of Caribbean people. There's a strong community of people who just like that kind of music anyway from from all walks of life. But I mean, it's definitely um, a small group compared to you know, say, Man- you know, Winnipeg has a reputation as like kind of a country folk town or a hard rock town or a punk town. Even like, what is it like to be doing a I guess you could call it a niche genre of music, but one that's obviously has support. Like, is it, do you feel like you have a, an inroad into kind of, um, the wider music scene based on the way things have been going over recent years? Um, I still, based on like a female reggae dancehall artist perspective, cause it's just like, it's like extra niche. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the opportunities have not been that big. Cause like when people look at me, they don't, see like a reggae dance hall artist they look they're like oh you probably do r&b and blues so um you know you kind of get disqualified before even being qualified a lot right but it's good that opportunities are now coming up that's like specified to our genre and it's not about necessarily the way you look it's what you're you do so um i'm liking that aspect and irregardless of the opportunities that have been going on um Winnipeg loves reggae. They do, like, yeah, we do. They get they get excited about it, and you know, that's always a plus. So it gives you kind of like that extra like hope, like you know, maybe one day it will be as big as it was back in the day uh, when I was a little kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for Blackarama and stuff like that. Yeah, but, I went to those. Those were great when I was a kid too. They were awesome. It was it was a really yeah. I would love to see it, it get to that point again. Hmm. Yes, it'd be great, especially to be on stage. Oh. Yeah, I bet. I yeah, wait. yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you think about uh, the kind of the? I guess what are the opportunities for you outside of Winnipeg in terms of um, other cities in Canada? Because I know that some other cities have much larger reggae festivals than we do here. Uh, I mean, Montreal is yes. a huge one. Uh, Victoria has the, the ska festival there that's this massive, and they have all kinds of yeah. international dancehall artists and stuff playing there. Is that something you've kind of uh, looked into or are pursuing? Is getting out there? Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, I have made some connections over the last couple of years. So uh, 2023 is going to be like my time for kind of like touring. Um, So I do have connections for the Vancouver festivals and I also have some for the Montreal festivals. I do know that there is like a major regular festival I used to go to just to, you know, watch and see in Calgary. That's that's very well known. Um, So this winter I'll be doing all the applications and then who, where I have connections, I will, you know, say that, I, Hey, I'm interested. Let's, let's go. Cause I do plan to release a few more tunes, um, you know, before the end of the year. running away way faster than it comes take a step back to look at the front way never forgetting where you're coming from don't forget that you are strong keep focus concentrate the heart is like a stone it takes so much emotion chips and bricks but strong enough to carry on Just can't be straight 
crossroads They ask, so choose your fate Stay on the road Just keep up the pace Don't give up, never give up Never let go Don't let your explode and blast away Don't give up, never give up Never let go Stylistically, um, where do you think that you fit in? Because I mean, I feel like reggae is one of those genres where it's such a huge umbrella genre, and there's so many subgenres and, and styles within that umbrella that 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 are completely different from each other. I mean, you can have someone playing, you know, tr- traditional ska, and have someone doing kind of 21st century dancehall, and they're just like night and day, right? So where do you, I mean this this song you have out now has a very roots kind of vibe to it. Where do you yes. where do you feel like you fit in, sort of within the the the, the genres that that make up reggae? Um, okay, so I, oh, I sometimes I bounce. So okay. I'll have like you know my rootsy kind of feel, and then sometimes I'll go over to like dance hall and kind of get that gritty kind of bounce to it too. Uh, so I kind of like to have kind of I don't know. I call it kind of like a bad gal kind of feel. So I like people to really get up and dance and enjoy the music. Where sometimes I can you know get into that really like intimate aspect of emotions and stuff like that but you still have that that sway feel good vibe at the same time so i'm in a niche i know i'm in a niche i know i put myself in a niche but why not <laughs> yeah no yeah for sure i mean if, you, if you're doing if you're in a niche and you're doing what the people in that niche want to hear then that's perfect right i mean you, that's that's your audience and you're you're playing what they want what they want so yeah for sure for sure yes yes do you feel like there's been more 
just on a, on a larger scale, not just locally, more kind of a, a push towards rootsier stuff in reggae in general. It seems like there's there's a lot of artists internationally who are, you know, they might still be doing dancehall, but just they're doing more cultural, more conscious music. And it, see, that seems to have uh, made a comeback, whereas for a long time it was, it was very much the opposite. You know, in the 90s, there was a lot of really conscious reggae coming out. And then that sort of stopped and changed. And now it seems like there's a bit of a, a push in that direction as well. Um, whether it's kind of, you know, older, older roots kind of rhythms coming in or, or just the subject matter of the songs. Is that something that you've noticed as well? Yes. Um, like, again, like I said before, I, I was born in the 90s. So okay. yeah. I grew up on like the roots and culture, music, dance hall. You know, as I grew up, that became a thing. But I feel that the roots cultural reggae is just more marketable um internationally you're more likely to get on the radio too sure. um just because there's a lot of things that are happening in dance hall right now that's just rated r and <laughs> yeah, yeah. um <laughs> and you know parents don't <laughs> want their children listening to that and I, I that's just not the type of music i uh, I do. Um, yeah. If it is a dance hall style, it's not rated R. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. I, I have some records that I would not let my teenage daughter listen to, but like some of my dance hall records I have for sure. Yeah. There's, 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 there's some subject matter on those. Yeah. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. And I guess there's also more of a universal appeal to the root stuff too, because that's the kind of a style that's gone in more internationally and it's not as much um, specifically cultural language and things like that it is more more kind of understandable i guess i hate saying that but it's more sort of uh the message is easier for anyone to grasp whether you're in germany it's or relatable. canada yeah yeah or jamaica yeah. or anywhere yeah 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 people want to especially nowadays people really want to connect they want to be like feel like they're a part of what's going on or what stories being told or they, they really just want to connect with your journey through music so it's kind of hard to do that with a rated R dancehall <laughs> yeah. tune. <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah. When you uh, when you eventually you know get touring and things like you said, next year is kind of going to be your year for for things like that. Are you going to be doing it with a live band or or just backing tracks, or have you figured that out yet? Definitely with a live band. Awesome. Um, if I can't take a, my own band with me, then um, you know there's there's lots of artists, um, musicians everywhere. So I mean. I prefer to take my own band, yeah. but sometimes uh, organizations don't want to pay for the full band, which is understandable as well. And they some of them do have like house bands yeah. for artists that come into. So um, definitely live band is just it gives you a better feel. You get a different vibe. You can, you know, really tailor your show to the vibes of the people instead of just running through tracks where yeah. you're kind of structured in a sense. Well, you can so, play off the audience's feeling too, right? The way that they're reacting to songs, you can, you can, yeah, you, like you said, you can tailor it and and kind of go with the, the, the ups and downs of, of how they're responding. Yes, and then it's just it's a it's a different experience. Like it's a completely completely different experience that tracks cannot always it just can't come compared to. Do you have a pretty solid live band that you've used like a lot locally? Yes. Yes, um, they're called the Vibes Band, so I use them a lot locally. Very solid, uh, great group of individuals to work with. Just really, really nice people, and I, I enjoy doing music with them all the time. So um, they've really helped like develop uh, a lot of my style, and I just I really trust them with 
what I do with my music and how it's presented. So, uh, yeah, my heart goes out to them if they're watching. My heart goes out to them because I really appreciate everything they do. Cool. Do you, uh, is this? I know you have this this single that's just come out, and you have more in the works. Is this eventually leading up to an EP or an album release? Yes, um, that is the plan. I know nowadays people don't really do albums anymore. It's so weird now. It's such a strange <laughs> situation we're in. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So um, I do want to do at least an EP because I yeah because of the album situation, and um, I think I'm pretty close to about four or five songs that fit in a genre with that song okay. that I will collaborate together with it. But it just, it's about hitting to the, getting to the studio, um, getting it recorded and pushing it out. Yeah. Well, how do you feel about the, sort of the way that music is consumed these days? Because I mean, you know, it is a, such a strange thing where an album is not necessarily a given. Like the fact that I even have to ask that question, whether you're going to release a larger project, because it's not these days. I mean, and reggae is definitely a genre too, where we're singles. It's very singles based and always has been, you know, with 45s mm-hmm. and things like that. But, um, yeah, how do you listen to music? Are you are you someone who listens to music all all on streaming services, or are you? And the reason I ask is because I'm like a nerd and I, I listen to everything on physical media still, and I'm too stubborn and set in my ways to ever move over to Spotify and stuff. But I'm always curious how other people do it because uh, it, it, there's no kind of set way that everyone listens these days. Um, well, I download my music, so I just have like I'll create playlists based on like how my I'm feeling yeah. or what I'm doing. Um, Right now, not to be like full of myself, I have my song on loop because it just <laughs> keeps me in a good mood. So it's on loop right now. But normally, I just have like a really good mix that I'll play. And if I ever get like tired or it needs an update, I just add to it. Um, sometimes I'll listen to YouTube if like I'm at if I'm at home. Uh, but you, the commercials are brutal. <laughs> yeah, they suck. Yeah, and you can't skip them. There's always more than one of them. But yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. Yes. <laughs> Do you? Uh, it's interesting you listen to your own song because I know that it seems like people go either way, right? They either like listening to their own stuff all the time, or they can't, and they feel like they just can't. They can't hear it ever again once it's been put out there. Do you, um, when hearing the song, like, are you the type of person who gets uh, nitpicky about it and thinks like, "Oh, I wish I had done this," or "I wish I had done that"? Or are you cool just accepting it as it is and being happy with sort of the product that you put out there? It depends. For this song, I feel proud. I feel very proud. I'm very happy. I'm very excited. It just. I could be having the worst day and it puts a smile on my face. So for this song, definitely, definitely proud. Um, I have done other songs in the past that I'm going to re-record because I've been nitpicky about it. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, it comes with the territory of being an artist. Uh, there's always instances where you're like, oh, I could have done that better. And I'm sure once I've listened to it probably 3,000 times, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, <laughs> that note there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's the best way at this point for people to, to find out more about what you're doing, to hear to hear your song, to find out if you have any upcoming shows? Like the good, the good thing about this being a podcast is someone could hear it the day it comes out or they could hear it six months from now or a year from now or whenever, right? So um, what's the best way to sort of follow what you're doing and, and see what music you have coming out, what shows you have, things like that? Definitely to follow me on Instagram. All my links are there. But Instagram, I'm most active there. So um, follow me on Instagram. I put all updates on there. I link everything there. Cool. Definitely Instagram. And then the single, people can find it pretty much, I guess, wherever they listen to music at this point, right? Yes, it is everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. And it's ex- I'm just so excited. I'm so happy that it's out and people are 
able to see it and listen to it. Yeah, it's great. Uh, like like I said, I mean, that was sort of the reason I wanted to reach out to is after hearing it. It's, it's a really good, really good song, and it's nice. It's nice to hear new Winnipeg reggae coming out and 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 being good too. I mean, not, not that any of it was bad, but it you know, it's nice to hear uh, just that whole resurgence of the genre too in general, and, and nice to hear new things coming out from from new to me, I guess, artists as well. Thank you. Appreciate that. 